When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years, and he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Our country vowed to never forget 21 years ago, but those words require action. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has over 80 runs, walks, and climbs across America every year, plus dozens of more golf outings and barbecues you can be part of. There are so many ways that you can take action. Register for an event in your area or volunteer to start one. Do good and never forget by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Those my Cyclops. Nobody? Okay. It's the latest installment in my fan casting the XCU series, where I cast an actor or an actress into one of those iconic comic book roles of the X-Men for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Today, of course, we talk Scott Summers, a.k.a. Cyclops. This is me and you, the Housewives, and Marvel 2. Let's go. <laughs> is up you guys i'm marvel is just like my it's my happy place anything comic books and anything uh d even dc you know i just love it all dc has been dropping those trailers like crazy and i'm i'm here for all of it you know marvel has us so starved for content that i will take anything i can get of course while i'm filming this we just learned that uh robert pattinson was uh diagnosed with uh covid so Yeesh, but I'm sure he'll, you know, he's young, he's healthy. Uh, I'm sure he'll bounce back soon, and you know, I'm sure production will get back underway or whatever. But uh, I say all that to say, those housewives, everything pop culture and 
Reality TV has been driving me crazy lately. My God, my God. I'm almost not looking forward to doing the next Housewives episode. So we're not even going to talk about that. We're going to focus on the stuff that I want to focus on right now, which is another fan casting episode. You guys know how we do this. We have a little format that we follow. First, we're going to talk about the character of Cyclops, you know, pretty much overall. Then we'll go into, you know, how we've seen him on screen and what we really want you know, from the MCU, from Marvel, going forward with the character, you know, this is different from the Foxverse. We don't necessarily want a James Marsden or a Ty Sheridan, even though I love me some Ty Sheridan. We'll talk about that in a minute. I love James Marsden too, actually, but we'll talk about all that in a minute. And then, you know, I give you some of my contenders for the role. You know, these are four guys that, you know, if they cast a Cyclops, I'm ecstatic about, but something about each one of them has kind of knocked them out of the top spot. And then after all that, I give you my number one choice. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Let's start off with a little bit of history about the actual character of Scott Summers or Cyclops as we know him. You know, we don't need to really dive into like the kind of nitty gritty of it. We know that Marvel might not necessarily dive all the way into the character's backstory. And whenever, just so you know, whenever I say Marvel, I'm specifically talking about the MCU. Not just Marvel, the company, you know, they've they've dove into Scott Summers a million different ways. Now, I'm specifically speaking of the MCU. You know, they might not. We might get all these characters at once. We might get, you know, each one of them appearing in someone else's film first, a a TV show. You know, we don't know how we're going to get these characters. So we don't necessarily need the back back story of Scott Summers, but just how we've really kind of traditionally seen him in the actual comic books. As you guys probably remember from the uh, fan casting Jean Grey episode, then you know that Cyclops was one of the original members of the X-Men, along with Iceman, we had Angel, Archangel, we had Beast, and of course, Marvel Girl, who of course I only refer to as Jean Grey because we don't call her Marvel Girl anymore. But those of you who remember or have read the older comics, then you know she was introduced to us in that, you know, yellow mask and green outfit as Marvel Girl. And even back then, she was one half of that kind of iconic relationship between her and Cyclops. Uh, The character of Scott Summers or Cyclops, I'll uh, I'll call him Cyclops. We, you know, know him as one of the most recognizable comic book figures, mostly because of that kind of specific or special eye covering visor that he wears because he needs it, you know, to help control his, uh, the beams that he actually emits. You know, we've kind of seen different, uh, retcons with characters. So, you know, we know the, you know, in some universes, the beams come from a different dimension and are blasting, you know, some just, you know, say that his eyes were, you know, the X gene awoke one day and the beams were just shooting out of his eyes crazy and he can do anything. You know, that's kind of the story that we got in, uh, what was it? X-Men. Ooh, look, those Fox verse movies. I don't, God, who, who even remembers the name of them now? But you know, the one with him and all the younger characters were kind of introduced, Jean Grey. And it's not days of future past. It, no, it's not first class. It's whatever came after that. God, who knows? But we, uh, we've only ever really seen him as a leader of the X-Men, you know, Throughout this entire kind of run of the X-Men, we've seen a ton of different characters step into that leader position. You know, we've seen Magneto, we've seen Rogue, we've seen Emma Frost, we've seen Psylocke, Cable, Kitty Pride, 
uh, Wolverine has led the X-Men at some point. And of course, you know, we've seen Storm on many different iterations uh, lead the X-Men as well. But Scott Summers is probably the one that we most closely associate with being the leader of the X-Men. You know, with the exception of Charles Xavier. We're leaving him out, though, because he's not one of the really the fighters, I guess, in the X-Men. He's more so of the, the figurehead leader. Of course, you know, if he needs to get down, then that brain can do some damage. But, you know, as far as the actual physical leader on the field leading the team and then reporting back to boss, we're kind of used to seeing Scott Summers in that role. And kind of side note, I actually wonder how the MCU is going to do this. You know, I <laughs> I feel like every time I do one of these episodes, I kind of shit on the, the Foxverse. But I actually enjoy a lot of those, you know, X-Men movies. It's just I'm wondering, you know, we didn't really get to see Scott leading the team on the uh, the Fox movies. And so I'm wondering, you know, it was usually Wolverine and then kind of everyone else was kind of roped into playing like a B-list character almost. It's really Wolverine's story and then, you know, the sidekicks come and help and kind of save the day. And I, I feel like I say that a lot on this podcast. I, I love Wolverine. Don't get it to it. You know, you've seen the cover of this podcast. I don't want anyone to mistake that for me saying, you know, I hate Wolverine or anything. I just, the Fox verse didn't give me what I thought they would in terms of Ooh, the visuals, the character, everything associated with, you know, my mind about the X-Men. Honestly, I'd probably be most interested, at least as far as the MCU can, er, goes, I'd probably be most interested in seeing like a blue and gold uh, type feel on the screen. You know, if you've read those comics and, you know, uh, Scott Summers, this is when the X-Men kind of split into two teams. Scott Summers is the leader of the, the blue team and then Storm is the leader of the gold team. I'd love to see some more X-Men kind of shining on screen. And I think that the MCU might give us something like that. Who knows, though? You know, we might just get some, you know, we might not get these characters at all. I might just be fan casting, doing all this for no reason. But, you know, why? Do, I mean, child, we do. We will go on with it anyway. Historically, he's kind of played opposite personality type to Wolverine. So, you know, Wolverine is really like kind of anti-authority, really standoffish. And Scott is more of the traditional standard kind of leader. You know, he plays the role exactly the way you would expect it to be played. Uh, Like Storm, he's made a lot of comic book lists throughout history, too. And so probably the most notable one would be he was ranked as number one on the top 25 X-Men from the past 25 years list. And so, you know, obviously that means that he's one of the more recognizable one. He's one of the fan favorites. So we're doing all of this, all this fan casting. We need to get this character right. This is probably going to be one of the ones that the, the fans judge really harshly. You know, they, ooh, they judged James Marsden a lot. James Marsden, you know, I, the guy, you know, he's a bros bro. You know, everyone loves James Marsden. Uh, ladies love him to look at him. <laughs> uh, he's a great actor. I'm currently loving him on Dead to Me. That's a, I mean, a, a great show with uh, Christina Applegate on Netflix. If you haven't seen that, check it out. It's hilarious. But he, ugh, he wasn't a good choice for Cyclops. Even though I'm not sure anybody would have been a great choice in that role because of the way there was no justice done for that character in the Foxverse. So, I mean, I can't be too mad at him. They then, when they started to show the younger characters, you know, I don't know what happened with their timelines and all that stuff. 
we just know that at some point they started focusing on the younger characters. Maybe that uh, Days of Future Past storyline ripped it through and, uh, you know, the road cut and all that. Maybe it, it gave us an entirely different timeline and then we started seeing the younger characters and Mystique died somehow. I, I, <laughs> I just need the MCU to do a little bit better than that. But I, I love, one thing about me, I love, you know, I love giving you little random tidbits about myself. I love uh, Ready Player One. That's one of my favorite. Like, I when I go to sleep and I just put that movie on and, like, you know, I'll watch it. I'd probably know that movie quote for quote. It's just such, and I'm a 30-year-old man. I turned, I turned 31 in a couple of days. Don't tell anyone. That's really kind of hard for me to handle. I'm, I'm kind of freaking out about it. I'm getting super old. Everyone's saying, oh, you're still so young. But I don't know. My knees are starting to ache. Anyway, uh, he he's great in that movie. He's in a lot of stuff that I, I really like watching. He's got a new movie that I saw before it got on Netflix. It's a new, I think it's called Night Clerk. Uh, he's great in that. But Todd, I don't know. I feel like all of my choices are guys kind of different from both of those uh, facets, I guess, we've gotten of Scott, Scott whew, say that 30 times fast, Scott Summers on screen. So, I don't know. It, it, it's good though. We we kind of need a big freshening up of the characters. One of the, I'm actually excited to talk about one of the guys because I feel like it kind of comes out of left field. I was trying to think out of the box with some of these guys. You know, I don't even know if you know some of them by name. You definitely know all their faces though. I would imagine, but I don't know. We'll I mean we'll <laughs> we'll see how they go. Let's talk about what we actually need from Cyclops and like what we need them to give us. Obviously we just talked about how we kind of need them to be a little different from James Marston and Ty Sheridan. So we, you know, one thing we need, he's a fan favorite. So we need him to get more shine. Maybe, I don't know how they're going to bring these people into the MCU, but maybe give him his own miniseries or something. You know, I've been recommending everybody get their own miniseries. I'm going to be like, I might as well be a casting director in Hollywood I've been giving everyone their own show. You know, you get a show, you get a show. I'm all for it, though. He needs something to where he can actually shine before he leaves the team. Whether he's introducing somebody else's, I don't know whose movie he would come in, though, but, hmm, that'd be a good little deep dive for me to do. Maybe I'll do that for the Instagram one day where I look and see different characters who Cyclops has kind of a storied history with. And maybe if they have their own movie or TV show already announced, maybe we can expect him to pop up in that at some point. So who knows? But we need him to have a little more shine. He's a fan favorite. He's top of the list. He's in one of the most, like, you know, known relationships in comic book history. He's probably the most visually recognizable superhero of all time. You know, you recognize Superman. You recognize Batman. You recognize Cyclops. You recognize Wolverine and Storm. The X-Men are recognizable characters, so we really need these guys to truly be kind of an ensemble team. We also, as far as the actor goes, we need a guy who can be both brooding when he needs to be, you know, really kind of uh, standoffish, really kind of alpha male when he needs to be. But then we also need him to be soft and compassionate. So it needs to be an actor who can really do that duality really well. You know, he's a part of one of the most iconic relationships in comic book history so we need him to be able to play opposite Jean Grey really well whether it's trying to talk her down when she's inhabited by the Phoenix Force whether it's uh, trying to hype her up to use her powers because you know 
every iteration of Jean Grey that we've seen thus far has been kind of, uh, you know, not living up to the comic book hype. You know, we love Jean Grey in the comic book. She can absolutely wreak havoc when she wants to, and that's what we love. We want to see that on screen, so we need someone, you know, if he needs to hype her up. Do you know we need a guy who can really kind of do both who isn't afraid to you know switch off that alpha in a minute when he needs to and go to the more compassionate guy uh kind of you know not only that but be able to uh compete for her love against Wolverine convincingly you know not to just uh you know that's my woman you know we don't need that you know it's 2020 Give him a little more, you know, a, a storied history that we'll believe just through your acting abilities. We also got to kind of talk about physical aspects of Scott Summers, too. I usually, I think Storm so far has really kind of been the only actress I've had a lot of uh, physical requirements for. Just because we wanted her to be really different from the iterations we've seen so far. Uh, I'm I, I always try to make a conscious effort not to say iterations, but I feel like it's now it's one of my favorite words. I say iteration at least 30 times during these uh, fan casting episodes. So don't mind me. Just get used to it. Add it into your uh, your, your phone list so it'll come up in your your uh, your text to screen or whatever it's just called on iPhone. I, you're just going to have to get used to it. I, I try to quit saying it, but I can't. So one of the, uh, the kind of characteristics we need from him, he needs to be... A muscular but lean guy. So, like, we don't need Cyclops, like, with bulky muscle. You know, not the, you know, the typical, like, Henry uh, Cavill, Superman kind of big muscle. We don't need, like, the Batman uh, huge built-in muscles on the suit. We, like, he needs to be, like, a lean, like, you know, if you if you would imagine a guy who has, like, some really good speed about him, that's kind of what we need. But he, we want him to be muscular, too. If you ever look at the pictures, like in the comic books, of Cyclops throughout the years, his body type has pretty much remained the same. It's always been that kind of lean muscle. You know where you do kind of the, uh, what is it, uh, low weights, high reps kind of thing? We need that kind of actor. I think all of the guys on my list meet that criteria, but we'll see. Y'all have to call me out on that if they don't because, you know, they actors change their bodies all the time for role so you might you might be thinking of them from something five years ago where they were enormous but might not be anymore who knows and then <laughs> this one's kind of silly but i feel like the same way with batman i feel like anyone that like wears a mask or a cowl or anything like that that's covering like half of their face i feel like they have to have a nice jawline is that weird i feel like the actor really has to kind of like have a defined like chin and jawline to where you're like okay that is cyclops you know you need them to kind of you know like if you when you saw that uh the batman kind of little trailer that they dropped robert pattinson's like i mean it looked like almost like an octagon coming out of that cowl i feel like that's what we need for scott summers for it to really kind of look well on screen so i don't know if all these guys have that but I feel like they do. So I'm really, that's one weird, weird thing about me. I'm always envious of other guys' jaws. If you have like a really strong jawline, I'm really like, even I was even jealous of like Peter from the Hunger Games. He has a super weird shaped face. 
But I was like, man, I wish my face was shaped that weird. I don't know. I get, I got a bald head, so bald head and a beard. So I'm like the farthest thing from a head shape that you can get. <sighs> Who knows? But I mean, that that's really all that we're looking for. We might as well just go ahead and jump into some of the contenders. First up is a guy that I really liked for a lot of years. He really kind of first popped up on the screen. The first thing I can really remember him being in, I'm sure he's done some stuff before that, you know, people do all kinds of uh, smaller roles before we kind of know them a little bit. He was in the heart of Dixie, which was, used to be on CW. The only reason I used to watch that show for a little while was because like, you know, my teenage years, like there was like a few things everyone watched. You definitely watched Laguna Beach and you definitely watched the OC. Rachel Bilson, like after the OC was over, went on to do uh, Heart of Dixie and Wilson Bethel was on that show. Of course, y'all know him from some other stuff, but I had to kind of like, you know, prep him up to make you think that you didn't know who the hell I was talking about. He's got that nice jawline. You all know him, though, because everyone, if you're listening to this, I'm just naturally assuming that you love Daredevil as much as I do. I told y'all I've been rewatching uh, all the episodes on Netflix and just have been going into fandom all over again. If you watch Netflix, Marvel Daredevil season three, he was bullseye. And I mean, wow. Just when you think someone couldn't get or live up to the hype of the Punisher from Daredevil season two, my God, in comes Wilson Bethel. I also love him on a TV show. He's on a CBS show with, uh, oh God, Simone Missick. I was, I was going to be so mad at myself if I forgot her real name. Simone Missick. She, if you recognize the name, she played Misty Knight on uh, Luke Cage. And so she's the star of the show. It's called All Rise. It's about a, a judge named Lola Carmichael. And he plays her best friend on that show. He's great on that, which, you know, requires no physical or any kind of like stunts or anything like that. But it's such a different role than he played from Daredevil that I have to just assume this guy is incredible and commands the scene in everything that he's in. Wilson Bethel, you got my vote is one of the, you know, the the top contenders for Scott Summers. I can definitely picture him body type, especially in that uniform, face covered with the, uh, he's got a really sharp jawline. Man, I'm so jealous of guys with great jawlines, but we're going to, I'll, I'll talk that with my, <laughs> I'll talk that through with my therapist at one day. You know, I'm looking for a therapist too. I feel like after 2020, we all need a little therapy, but I'll, I'll find somebody, somebody, I want to, I want an old black woman that'll give me some some random ass wisdom. I like old black women. They give you like those, uh, you think you nickel slick, but I got your penny chain. You know, those kind of like <laughs> those kind of random, like mantras to live by. So this, none of this has anything to do with Cyclops. Y'all focus, Kendrick focus. Y'all know me by now. I'm, I'm a little bit random. That's okay. Let's go on to the next one. So the next guy that I thought about a lot when I was thinking about Cyclops I really feel like physically he looks like Cyclops, like in real life. I first got to know this actor. I'm sure some of you knew him before then, but my first recollection of him really kind of jumping out on the screen 
was in 2005 in Four Brothers. You know, he was in a movie with, uh, who was it, Andre 3000 and Mark Wahlberg and Tyrese. It was called Four Brothers, and he is Garrett Hedlund. He's been in a ton of stuff. Y'all would know his face. I loved him in that movie. More recently, he was in that great Netflix movie with Mary J. Blige and a lot of other great actors called Mudbound. That one, nothing required physicality at all, but his mere presence on the screen, fantastic. After that, in I think it was probably last year, Triple Frontier on Netflix, and that one was with like Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, uh, Charlie Hunnam. Ooh, side note, I really tried to steer clear. Charlie Hunnam obviously was on my list for Cyclops. But I really kind of felt like I've seen him one too many times on other people's fan casting. So when I made this list, I really tried to not include any of those guys. Like it wasn't just Charlie Hunter. It was like Army Hammer. I feel like I've seen him on everyone's list. And of course, he was on my list too. But then I was like, God, I've seen him too many places. I got to get rid of him. He was also in a movie uh, in maybe 2014 called Unbroken. He was actually in that movie with the guy that I want to play Cyclops. So we'll talk about that later. But I feel like physically, Garrett, I mean, everything about him, he looks just like I would imagine. Like if you take your comic book, put it into one of those like uh, Steve Urkel, Steve and Stefan machines, and then like you could bring Cyclops to life. I feel like that's your man. He looks exactly how I would imagine him to look. Ooh, maybe I'm convincing myself. He might actually be my choice. <laughs> he was in Friday Night Lights too, but I can't remember if he was on the actual TV show or the movie. I feel like he was in the movie version. I just randomly rewatched Friday Night Lights recently. He wasn't on the TV show, so it's got to be the movie. He's around 30. He's mid-30s, I know. So he's 6'1", great height, great age. Uh, I'm wondering if I want to think of someone lower 30s, though, who my choice is. Because, well, I don't know. 40 might not be too bad for a Cyclops. We might not get him till 2030, you know, if the if Earth hasn't imploded by then or climate change hasn't made every summer 105,000 degrees. My God, Memphis is just it's so hot. I'm so glad summer is over. It's not officially over, but I'm so glad summer is over. My God. Okay, I, I feel like I've rambled enough about him, but... I mean, great, fantastic choice. If you haven't seen him, look up his name, Garrett Hedlum. I'm sure you've seen a lot of movies this guy's in. He doesn't have a Hollywood recognizable name, but he does have that presence on screen where every time you see him, you're like, hey, I know that guy. He was in this. And if we know Marvel can do anything, they can make a star. So if he were to jump into the role of Cyclops, I'm sure by, man, in two years, he'd have probably one of the highest Instagram counts out there. So number two choice, Garrett Hedlum. Next up is an actor that I'm sure you're all pretty familiar with because we've got a ton. I mean, I feel like if you watch Marvel, you're probably a big Star Wars buff too. Uh, it's Alden Ehrenreich. So I, okay, a little confession. I like the Star Wars movies. I've never really been a part of the fandom though. The the main thing that I really love is the uh the Mandalorian on Disney Plus, which I don't know I don't even know if that's a good thing. I don't know if Star Wars fans will judge me for that. 
I like it. I think it's good TV. It kept my attention the whole time. I but I didn't watch it week to week. Maybe week to week viewing as opposed to binge watching was an entirely different experience. I don't know. Y'all tell me. Uh, but I actually didn't get he you know he was the star of Solo, a Star Wars story back in 2018. So that's probably where you know him from. He's about 30 years old now. I actually knew him from a, a couple of earlier movies that he did. Not like super early, like not 2010. He would have been like in his, what, late teens, early 20s. I knew him from that random comedy, Hail Caesar, that like, uh, oh God, what's the guy's name? Who, why am I blanking from ER? Oh dear God, it's going to come back to me. Somebody's going to remind me and it's, I'm going to like be so embarrassed. But I know like Scarlett Johansson, I feel like is in the movie. George Clooney, good God. Why can't I think of George Clooney's name? Oh my God, somebody's going to email me and probably beat my ass about that but like Channing Tatum was in it uh Tilda Swinton I Josh Brolin was in that movie Thanos was in that movie so I mean you guys probably know him but I really knew him there was a movie called Rules Don't Apply back like probably five years ago that I knew him from I really like this performance you know how HBO like puts out those super random like you know they buy like all these movies and put them out there I'm one of those people that just like if I'm bored I'll put on any movie. And he captured me kind of in that movie. So I was like, that guy could possibly be big. And then, of course, a couple of years later, he was the star of his own Star Wars movie. So you all probably think he's the biggest person in the world. I'm just not a part of the Star Wars fandom like that. I did, though, during, I will say, during quarantine, maybe it was before quarantine. It was while I was working from home. I didn't start working from home until last, like late last year. Like every Wednesday I work from home. And so, and then of course I've been working from home since March <laughs> and haven't been back yet. I'm not excited to go back to the office. I think we're going we're gonna to have to end up going back soon. Not excited about it. But I watched all the Star Wars movies during that time because I was on Disney Plus and Netflix. Between the two, you could uh, find all the movies. And I watched them all. I like them. I, you know, I'm definitely in the fandom. You know, when Mandalorian season two comes out and all the other uh, live action Star Wars stuff that's coming to Disney Plus. I'm definitely gonna watch. I'm a fan. I just, ooh, I haven't seen them. You know, like I've seen Captain America: Winter Soldier probably a thousand times. A lot of the MCU movies a thousand times. I've probably seen every Star Wars movie maybe twice at most. And then even then, I can't remember everyone's name. Like I know Ray. <laughs> I know Anakin. I, I think I feel like that's good. I know Anakin. Uh, who else do I know? Oh God, I know R two D two. Okay, we go. We're, I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole because I'll have some angry Star Wars fans writing in to me, and then I'll lose my entire audience. That's a mess. But I say all that to say I've been watching him recently on uh Peacock. Peacock has a show, Brave New World, based on a book. Obviously, I think he's great on there. Peacock though is the worst streaming service ever because you can't like uh Google Chromecast anything. It's the most like defective streaming so, so i'm trying to make my way through that from what i've seen of him on there he's great like he is and everything else so i would think you know great jawline <laughs> of course he's about i think he's like five tennis that'll work you know we're not too good he's always in you know decent shape he'd probably have to bulk up a little bit to uh play cyclops but he's around that age that i was thinking of about 30 so you know i, I didn't want him to be the character, I didn't want Scott Summers to be too much older than Jean Grey if he was older. You know, for God, for the sake of us, the viewing audience, 
I didn't want anyone to have to imagine like a, a 65 year old man on top of some 30 year old girl. So we're just gonna, we're gonna keep them around the same age. So for your consideration, Alden Aaron Wright. So I got one more guy for you guys before I get to my pick. So this guy, I tried to think a little bit out of the box because I feel like we've seen, you know, a lot of the same kind of guys getting put in. You know, most of us thinking, you know, blonde hair, uh, probably white guy, uh, you know, fairly decent height, you know, muscular, lean, you know, thinking of really actors that really kind of fit into their box. I think there are a lot of, I wouldn't necessarily, since especially Scott Summers, doesn't really have a face to him. He just really has kind of a an iconic costume. I really don't think race necessarily matters here. I uh don't worry, I didn't go black. I know some of y'all are thinking, oh, you gonna put a black guy in there. You know, I, I you know I'll black somebody out the minute I can, but <laughs> but not in this case. Don't worry. Don't worry. I actually so there's a guy that I really like. You guys probably know him from Crazy Rich Asian. I more so know him from The Gentleman. I've seen both of them movies, though. He's done a couple of uh, different things over the past couple of years. He's really starting to make a name for himself. Henry Golding. He's Malaysian. He's British. I mean, he's a. I think he's a fantastic actor. I can watch The Gentleman every single day of the week. If y'all haven't seen it, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. It's uh, action. It's comedy. And I... <laughs> I think that he's one of the really kind of one of the uh, the breakout stars in that movie. You know, he really broke out the year right before that when he did Crazy Rich Asians. That was like one of the biggest grossing movies of the year, which was amazing for a movie with all Asian actors to do. You know, we love seeing uh, movies with a diverse cast getting the recognition that they deserve. If you've seen the gentleman, then you know that he plays the role of Dry Eye. Dry Eye is probably one of my, I mean, the movie is filled with, I don't think there's a character that we don't like in the movie, but Dry Eye is probably one of my favorites in the movie. I absolutely love it. His performance is fantastic. It gives us a sense of him in a kind of uh, action-y, you know, a role that requires a lot of physicality. Uh, it requires him to, you know, really kind of be stern, but still uh, kind of being the butt of the joke sometimes, which a character, you know, would have to be playing Cyclops if we're assuming that Wolverine is going to be a little more, you know, funny than he was in the Fox verse movies. You know, we're used to seeing, we're used to seeing Wolverine, you know, with the accent and, uh, you know, that Canadian accent and really kind of being the, uh, you know, making the joke at Cyclops' expense, while Cyclops is probably still a little more serious afterwards. So it's, I would be all here for, you know, if they were going to do a casting where they didn't necessarily say, you know, we're going to put a race on this when we send out kind of the calling cards for auditions for this. Let's just kind of leave it open. Let's see some white actors, some black actors, some Asian actors, any kind of actors to kind of fill this role. I think he'd be a great one to get it. I think if you've seen his face, he would look amazing in Cyclops uh, kind of uniform. He has that body type. I don't know how tall he is. I know he's uh, 33 years old. I did write that down. See, I do my notes. And I think I want to say he's about six feet. So, I mean, perfect. 
he's done some other stuff too. And I feel like everything that I've seen him in, he's really great. I feel like he's a really likable personality. He already has a huge fan base, you know, over a million followers on Instagram. I think the guy would do great in that role. And I think that him with a machine like Marvel pushing behind him could really kind of be the next breakout star in the MCU. For a second there, I think I talked myself into giving Henry Golden the part. If they can, if they, if someone in uh, Marvel hears that, I want my residuals. That, that I, I think that's a great casting. But if you don't go with him, I got your pick right here. This guy, he's one of those. Do any of y'all have those actors where they might not be the biggest star, but they're one of your favorite actors? Like if you see that they have a new movie out, or you see that a random movie starring them is like put on Netflix or Prime or Hulu, Disney Plus, whatever you like make it a point to watch that movie at some point. He's one of those actors for me. His name is Jack O'Connell. Now you might know him. If you've seen Godless on Netflix, he was in that series. That was a limited series. Got a lot of Emmy noms one year. Uh, he was on skins, which is kind of where he got his start. He might've actually gotten it on. This is England. Uh, he was in money monster that had George Clooney and Julia Roberts a couple years ago. He was in, oh, what else? I like, okay, so random fact about me. Prison movies, I'm all about prison movies. I love, like, you know, I watch a lot of, like, dark stuff anyway. And so stuff about prison is, like, right up my alley. He was in Startup, which was another, like, random Netflix find. When I saw him on the cover, I was like, oh, sold. I'm watching it. Uh, And I told you that Garrett Hedlund was in a movie with my choice. It was Unbroken. So both of them, fantastic in that movie. He was in 300, Rise of the Empire. I mean, the guy, he has a great kind of, uh, I mean, he has a great resume. I would venture to say that when I think of Cyclops, like him and Garrett Hedlum, they kind of come to mind. The only kind of issue with him is that he's on the shorter side. He's about 5'8", but depending on who they cast as like Wolverine and who they cast as Jean Grey, his height actually might not be a problem. You know, Jean Grey, we would expect to be about 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, maybe. Wolverine, if they're going like towards the comic book or the 90s cartoon route, we would expect him to be a little shorter too. So 5'8", might not be a deal breaker. But this guy, I'm just like such a fan of in action movies and uh, movies that require a lot of emotion, everything. He was in a, a one movie that was like so random that none of you saw. I'm convinced. I like know for a fact none of you saw it. It was a movie called Tower Block where a guy was like a sniper was picking off people in an apartment building, like people he had never met before. And he was in that movie. That movie was so good. Like it had me on the edge of my seat the entire time. But it came out back in like 2012. And I think I saw it. Of course, like probably during quarantine. <laughs> when I saw that he was in it, I was like, oh, there's my guy. Let me watch that. He like, I mean, you know, I feel like we've seen everything in quarantine. There's nothing new coming out. Uh, I'm saying that though, but like the boys season two will be released in five minutes at the time of this recording. So I'm jacked, but he's my pick. Oh, I'm jacked. And Jack O'Connell is who I want to play him. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about this pick. If not for Cyclops, I think he can do well in the MCU. 
I mean, the God is a, a natural born talent. If you go and look him up, I feel like he looks just like him too. In the bottom of the face, I feel like it's the most similar that I've seen to the comic book Cyclops. He has a kind of bone structure that's not too like visually in your face, but it's definitely defined. So I think with the right costume, this guy already has the acting chops. Give him the role. Did I did I just completely miss the mark? Or was I spot on? I need you guys to tell me. So I want all of you to get your pen and paper. I need you to write down all my contact information. Reach out to me at housewivesmarvelpodcast at gmail.com. Give me all your feedback. Uh, rip me a new one if you want to. Give me all the praise in the world. You know, I love my praise. Give me whatever you want to. Or follow me on Instagram. You know, I have a corresponding Instagram account for this podcast. It's at Housewives Marvel podcast on instagram i love interacting with you guys on there y'all are so funny i love all the other bravo accounts all the other marvel accounts all the dc accounts i interact with so many of y'all and y'all are hilarious contact me subscribe on here so you don't miss an episode and i will talk to you guys later see ya Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. U.S. Cellular has always believed that connection is the greatest gift of all. That's why we're giving everyone one line for $34.99 a month with unlimited data this holiday season. That's right, one line, unlimited data for just $34.99 a month. That's more than a great deal. That's locally grown connection from U.S. Cellular. Limited time offer, terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. At U.S. Cellular, we care about our customers and our communities. Visit Cellular Advantage, a U.S. Cellular authorized agent located at 2012 Cornhusker Road in Bellevue. America's locally grown wireless at U.S. Cellular. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.